Morning, everyone. Welcome to this Wednesday morning's devotional. And sort of what we're doing on Wednesdays is doing a bit of what we used to do last year, Refresher Thursday, where we'd look at what was preached on Sunday and just give a little bit of a, a highlights package or a um, kind of a view from a slightly different angle. So I'd like to read a text to us this morning, Numbers chapter 13, and then just pull a couple of thoughts out of it. So I hope this blesses you. Here we go. Numbers chapter 13 from verse 26. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness at Paran, at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. So the them are the children of Israel and the guys that are bringing this stuff back and telling the report are these 12 spies that have been sent into the promised land. By Moses to go and spy out the land. This is, they've walked through the desert, they've left Egypt. It's so exciting. They're going to have their own um, place, which is really, really exciting. So anyway, they arrive here. They show them the fruit of the land. Then they told them and said, we went to the land that you sent to us. Or we went to the land you, where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. So they show them all this fruit and the stuff that they brought back. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. And moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. So the Anakites were giants, like literal giants. Uh, Goliath that David fights later on is a descendant of Anak, right? These guys are like eight foot, nine foot tall. These guys are monsters. The Amalekites dwell in the south, in the land of the south. The Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites dwell in the mountains. The Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Caleb and Joshua were two of the spies, two out of the twelve. And Caleb's like, God promised it to us. I don't care if there are dragons there. Well, he didn't say that, but like, I don't care what's there. We'll take it up because God has promised us this land. It's inevitable that we'll get this land. But the men who had gone up with him said, the other ten, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature, so super big guys. And we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. And here's the thought for this morning, guys. As we are about to go into the seven-week series, we'll be looking at... If you went around on Sunday, I encourage you to have a, a squizzle at the, or have a, yeah, just watch that video. But when we look at our um, future, we look at our inheritance. Over the next seven weeks, we're looking at the things that keep us out of our inheritance. I think so often when we talk about fighting for our future or fighting for our inheritance, we end up fighting people. We end up fighting all the wrong stuff. And, and we end up uh, getting frustrated and and. It seems like in Scripture that if, if we fight the right things, if we fight the things that God has called us to fight, our inheritance is inevitable. And so with the children of Israel, they went in and they didn't end up killing all of the giants. They didn't end up, they, I mean, they wandered around for 40 years, one generation, because they didn't listen to Caleb and Joshua. And then this, the next generation got to go into the promised land. But even when the next generation went in, they didn't kill off all the giants. They didn't kill off all the other nations. And so what happened was there was this influence that came in. And so for us, uh, if we do and we walk up what God has called us to do, and we fight the things that God has called us to fight, our inheritance becomes inevitable. And as we look over the next seven weeks, we'll see what those things are that we fight. But maybe just this morning to put it to us, I think we had to ask ourselves, what are the things that God has promise me? What are the things that are in front of me? What are the things that are important to me right now? Because 
I think sometimes what happens, God promises us or God has said to us, I want to give you hope in the future. I want to walk you in. I want your life to carry purpose and all these kind of things. But we expect that stuff to sort of just fall into our lap. Because God has promised us it's just going to happen. But no, in the Bible does God promise us it will just happen. And so it's such a change of thinking. And here's my thought for this morning. The trials and the hardships that we face, um, and specifically the trials and hardships that we face that are not of our own making. Because I think sometimes we know, oh, I've caused this in my life through a dumb decision or whatever it is. I've, I've allowed this to happen. And so I've got grace for that. But the situations where I feel like I have no grace or I have no, um, I had no control over that situation. Something happened to me that I, I had nothing to do with. And how on earth could this happen to me? This is so unfair, Flip, man. You know, in the last couple of years have been um, great examples of that to some degree. But I'm, I'm looking at this stuff and I'm so frustrated. And those situations, here's the switch that needs to go in our head. That God is allowing those situations in front of us. And as we overcome those situations, our inheritance will naturally come to us. Our inheritance is the other side of that battle. And so learning to overcome our frustrations, learning to overcome um the, the stuff that we are fighting for and the things that rise up inside of us, our own worldly attitudes and all those things that we'll talk about over the next seven weeks. I keep saying that, but we will. Um, it's not just, this is not an optional extra, friends. Our inheritance never just falls into our lap. Just like the children of Israel had to go in and fight, we need to go in and fight. And so as, as we do walk out this journey together, can I encourage you, and maybe for this week, to take a moment, just a pause, and look at the things that are causing us angst, Look at the things that are, well, are irritating us. Look at the things that are sort of like the giants, the things that we are facing. And to begin, our first step is to change our perspective. And instead of pointing a finger at God or pointing a finger at people or even pointing a finger at ourselves around our identity, is to look at them and say, this is something I will and I must overcome for the sake of inheritance. And not just for my inheritance, because when the children of Israel went into um, uh, the promised land, there were some tribes that fought this side of the Jordan and the inheritance was sort of outside of the promised land. They still went in with the rest of the guys, beat all the bad guys up, drove them out of the land, and then they came back and took their inheritance. And our inheritance isn't just for ourselves, it's also for the sake of others. It's for our children, it's for the sake of our friends, it's for the sake of our families, um, our, our um, social groups, those kind of things, that as we overcome, we create space for others to come to faith in Jesus. And that's what this inheritance is about. So can I encourage us to take stock today, perhaps, of the things that are around us. Look them in the eye and realize that we need to overcome, friends. We can't coexist with these things anymore. We can't be, yes, I trust in Jesus, but this thing has got me running. Or, yes, I believe in Jesus, but I also, you know, when the chips are down, I run to other places to go look for my security and my identity and all those kind of things. So kind of a broad picture, but maybe to take stock today. And as we look at it, as we look at our enemies, let's redefine them. Let's stop pointing our fingers at everyone else, pointing our fingers at God. See them for what they are and begin in prayer to say, God, I want to overcome this thing that's in front of me. Can't wait to see you on Friday.